Hi, my name's Don. I'm an addict and an alcoholic. Uh, my uh, topic is uh, switching addictions. And uh, like Andy, I know a lot about that. Um, some of the things I'm going to say are going to overlap with what Andy said. Uh, anything I say here tonight is my opinion. I'm just talking about my own experience. Um, a few weeks ago in here, I talked about how when I was drinking and using, everything I did every day that I was awake, I was basically interested in only one thing, and that was fulfilling some immediate need. I was just barely functioning above an animal, whether it's sex, money, drugs, alcohol, ego, money, you name it, all of it. Um, when I did do something positive, I used the same method. I became obsessed about something until I succeeded at it. Um, so even when I was doing positive things, like trying to get into a college or trying to get a good grade in a school or do a good job at my job, um, I would obsess on it. I mean, I can still to this day remember if I wanted to accomplish something that was going to be hard, I could, I could feel the chemical change in me. Now I'm committed to this thing. It was just like drinking and using. <laughs> so um, what happens when I get clean and sober? Um, I'm the same guy. Um, and everything about my life was pretty much the same. Um, school, sex, money. Um, they just, we just removed one thing. That was basically the narcotics and the alcohol. Um, as I got some time, <clears throat> I developed uh, hobbies. And so did my friends around me here. And I noticed uh, in myself and others around me, uh, you know, you develop a hobby like fishing. And you fish and you fish and you fish until you hate it. Um, you know, uh, you start to follow baseball, and you follow it, and you follow it, and you follow it until you hate it. It's no longer fun. Sex, you obsess on it, now you can, like, do it, and uh, you do it, and you do it, and you do it until it becomes a negative part of your life. Um, hobbies, you know, I've had hobbies, and friends around me, they have hobbies, and they get so obsessed with them that to the point where they begin to disrupt their family life. So these things that are supposed to be positive things that are part of our life now, we're still using the same M.O., um, what does that really mean about sponsorship for me? Well, um, seeing all these things in myself makes it easy for me to see them in the people that I sponsor. And uh, the way my method really is uh, a lot of self-honesty because I still have a lot of these problems. A lot of them are in check now because I use the program and I work with my sponsor. But as I work with people and they're sharing their problems with me, I have to look for the things in them that I saw in myself and then be ready to deal with them very frankly, and uh, I don't really pull any punches with them. Uh, so in a way, I end up working a 10-step on myself pretty rigorously as I sponsor other people. Um, you know, and for me, no matter what it is, no matter what the subject is, um, the, the answers are all in the steps. It's sort of like what Andy said. I mean, it's really obvious. A lot of things I've talked about, there's all these other support groups for, and they're all based on these same 12 steps. You just got to change the words. Some people I sponsor are very, they're like the kind of people that can go to all these different 12-step groups and they get a lot out of them and that's good. Me, I'm like not that kind of person. I kind of, I do AA, I've done NA, and it's kind of like I got to deal with sex, you know, with my sponsor, with the people in these rooms and stuff like that. I guess I'm just not going to go do that. So everyone's an individual and I think that I've had to learn to treat each, one, each person I sponsor as um, an individual. No formulas seem to work for me, so I have to look at them and, and uh, see what it is in me that I see in them, and then uh, give them the best advice I can. That's all I got.